Have you seen these headlines around? Total body toning workouts, 10 exercises to tone your whole body, how to increase muscle tone, how to tone without bulking up, eight mistakes you make when toning your arms or your legs or your butt. They're everywhere. But what do they mean? What is toning? Let's talk about it. Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to talk about toning. What is it? What does it mean? How do you do it? And should you do it? So this is a subject that I and a lot of my fitness professional colleagues are very passionate about. And a lot of times in my experience training clients, I will, you know, for the first interaction we have when we're first meeting each other, this has happened to me many times, from women, men, all ages and stages, mostly for mostly happens with beginners, but it'll happen regardless of uh, the experience level. In my experience, I've I've seen it in all levels of ability. They'll come to me and they'll say, "I don't want to get bulky. I just want to get toned. Right? I just want to get lean and toned. Those are the two words that I hear a lot. I just want to get toned. And so the thing about it is, I didn't really. And let me preface this by saying. I did not know a lot about fitness and strength training before I got certified. So I did weightlifting, my, you know, on my own for a couple of years and then started to really read about it and get educated about it. That's when I was going through my certification process. So I didn't really know a whole lot before that. And so I used those terms too. I would say, yeah, I just want to look toned. I just want to be toned. But the thing about it is muscles do have tone. And we'll talk a little bit about what tone actually means. But when you dig down into it, and this is something that I've learned over many years of trying and getting it wrong as a coach, right? We're all trying to get better. Is that if I continue asking questions to get to the root of what that person thinks that toning is, then we're moving in the right direction. Because most of the time, and this is from my experience, the clients that I've worked with, most of the time, what that really means to that person is that they want to look muscular without looking huge. And we're going to dive into this topic today. We're going to talk about toning, the history behind toning and fitness marketing, if that really is applicable to fitness in terms of a strength training perspective, and then what I recommend you do if you're looking for that quote-unquote toned look. So I've talked a little bit about my experience with clients who have come to me and have said, I just want to look lean and toned. And sometimes they follow that up with, I don't want to lift heavy weights because I don't want to be bulky, right? I don't want to look like the Incredible Hulk. I don't want to be super muscular. I don't want to have that look. And I say, great. Now that's what I say. Back in the day when I didn't know any better, 
I would use that opportunity to get up on my soapbox and say, well, you know, there really is no such thing as toning. Muscles can only get bigger or smaller. They can't really get toned. And toning really just means, you know, the contraction of a muscle at rest or passive contractions against resistance and so on and so on. And my client's eyes would just get glazed over and I would lose them. That is not the way to do it. So I have learned over time that what is a better approach for me as a coach is to really understand what they mean by that because everybody's definition of toned is different. That's what I have learned from my experience coaching. And that when I can get to the root of that problem or that definition, I have a much better chance of getting the buy-in from the client to get them to do the heavy strength training required to get them to that aesthetic goal if that's what they are after. So I will say, and I'm going to admit, I will confess that I was not that great at this when I first started because the the term toning is a little bit inflammatory for some coaches because, and I'll get into this now, you know, toning doesn't really, it's kind of a made up fitness marketing term, the way it's utilized today. So I did a little bit of research to figure out when this when this term was uh, popularized in fitness uh, marketing, I couldn't really find a definitive time. It just seems to be very prevalent nowadays. So I did some research and read a few articles, which I will link in the show notes about the history of toning and why toning is a myth in terms of strength training and what you should do instead. And what I found was that this started like I said, sometime in the past, probably more in the last like 10 to 15 years, it's become very prevalent as a way to market fitness to women specifically, because what the marketers were finding was that women who are the primary market for most uh, purchasing decisions weren't really utilizing gyms as much. So how do we market to this group or this cohort of people? And so instead of talking about lifting weights in terms of, you know, people were associating that with more of a masculine or male activity, we can say, well, you're not going to be doing that. You're going to be toning, right? We're not going to get you like super muscly. We're just going to get you toned. And so that scene, they found that that was very successful from a marketing perspective in terms of making uh, gym going and gym use more approachable to women because I guess it seems a little bit more like softer and gentler and it's not going to be like hard and heavy and that kind of stuff. So that's just my own opinion. So the fitness classes and workout routines that were developed for women specifically tended to be focused on like lighter weights or resist lighter resistance bands and high reps. So that was it was kind of a low weight high rep scheme, which has its place and we'll talk a little bit about what that actually does for you in terms of um a strength training perspective. But the the rub I have with this is that if people are looking for an athletic aesthetic and try to say that five times fast, that is going to be very difficult to achieve utilizing lightweight and a lot of reps. And I'll talk a little bit about the science behind that and why that is. 
So very generally, so we're going to do a little bit of um, classroom time here. So our muscles have two types of fibers in them. They're referred to as slow twitch fibers and fast twitch fibers. So slow twitch fibers are focused on endurance type activities. So steady state, maybe um, more times cardio activity, long duration activity. That's what utilizes your, your muscles will use your slow twitch fibers more Um, than the fast twitch in those types of activities. Alternatively, your fast twitch fibers are for explosive, fast activities. So slow twitch, slow for longer period of time, fast twitch, explosive, very short duration of time. It is the fast twitch muscles, muscle fibers, that tend to increase in size as the muscle uh, gets stronger. So if you're doing more of those explosive short duration activities, stimulating those fibers in the muscle predominantly, that's what causes your muscle to get bigger. And so a way to think about this is um, by utilizing the sport of track and field. So you can think about a Olympic level sprinter and an Olympic level marathoner, chances are the muscle ratio on those two people is going to be wildly different. The sprinter is probably going to have much more muscle mass on their body than the marathoner because the sprinter has been working that fast twitch explosive muscle fiber more. And the marathoner is, has been working that slow twitch endurance muscle fiber more. It's two different ways. It's two different approaches. Both are right depending on uh, the goal of that person. And again, this is general. This doesn't mean that every single person that does these activities is going to have that body shape and style. But predominantly, if you're utilizing more of that slow twitch muscle fiber, the muscles are not going to be as large as if you are working more predominantly those fast twitch muscle fibers. So thinking about that slow twitch, slow twitch and fast twitch muscle fiber difference. Think about the workouts that I was talking about earlier, those toning workouts. Most of the time, if you look up a toning workout, it's going to have low weight and high repetition. So when you're doing those workouts, what are you going to be focusing focusing on? Most of the time, the focus will be on those slow twitch muscle fibers, right? You're not, you're not utilizing explosive movements. And when I mean explosive, that just means utilizing a lot of your strength. So you do that more when you're lifting heavier weights. So we're talking about strength training here for this. So if you're utilizing low weight, you can do that for a longer duration of time, more endurance, slow twitch muscle fibers are utilized predominantly in those activities. So you're not going to get muscle growth at the same rate as you would if you're lifting heavier weights. I hope that makes sense. So what does this all mean for the client that comes to me and says uh, those statements of, well, I don't want to get bulky, I just want to get toned, right? So this is how I approach that statement now. I say, great, I would love to work with you. Let's figure out how to get you the body aesthetic that you desire. Tell me a little bit more about what you're looking to achieve in terms of your um, 
physical change if that's what you're looking to do. And so when I dig into that a little bit more, most of the time, people that are looking for an aesthetic change are looking for less uh, percentage of fat. So we're talking about some fat loss and some muscle gain. And that is when I can start introducing these concepts of, well, if you if we start lifting a little bit heavier, we can get more of a muscle growth stimulus to your body. And I also talk to them about to kind of alleviate some worry because I really do feel that some people think that if they, if they lift weights for even, you know, a month or two, they'll end up looking like the Incredible Hulk. Now, I know that logically that's not, that's, you know, very unlikely for that to happen, but some people do really think that muscle growth happens very rapidly and And in some ways, they are correct because beginners do tend to put on muscle mass relatively quickly. However, if you look at bodybuilders, if you look at professional bodybuilders, fitness competitors, etc., those people have worked consistently and diligently sometimes for decades to get their bodies to that level of strength and definition. This is not something that can be done accidentally. So I like to alleviate some of uh, the nervousness with some clients by telling them, look, and this is, I cannot take credit for this. This is something I learned from Sal Stefano. He would say to his clients, anytime you don't like your results, we can stop. Anytime you don't like the way you look, we can make an adjustment. Because really, the time and dedication required to reach elite levels of bodybuilding physique is so incredibly difficult. It is almost impossible to do it by accident. These people are some of the most dedicated, diligent people that I have ever met. And I tip my hat to them because that is not easy to do. All right, so we've talked a little bit about the history of toning as a fitness marketing tool. We've talked about how most toning workouts are structured with that low weight and high rep scheme of workouts. We've talked about why that could be beneficial from an endurance perspective, but not so beneficial from a strength gain and then alternatively fat loss perspective, because we want to stimulate the muscle growth by stimulating those type two muscle fibers for those explosive fast movements, because those are the fibers that tend to make our muscles larger as they get strengthened. And so the other thing that I was curious about when I was doing the research for this episode is, well, what does toning even mean? We know it's a word, right? So if we're not using it in the proper context, what does that mean? Well, from a medical perspective, human movement science perspective, the term toning actually refers to how our muscles contract when we're at rest. So what I mean by that is I'm sitting in a chair here talking to you recording this podcast. My body is in an upright position, right? It The tone in my muscles right now in my body is what's keeping me sitting up. It's keeping my body upright. It's preventing me from kind of just becoming a loose rag doll. And I thought about it and I said, oh, so when my kids, when they were toddlers, went all boneless. And I know parents everywhere are, are nodding their heads and going, yes, I remember this, right? When they, when your kids would just go boneless when you would try to pick them up, they are deliberately relaxing all of their muscle tone, right? They're not, um, 
their muscles are all completely relaxed. So in medicine, that is what toning actually means. When we're thinking about toning from a gym fitness strength training perspective, what I want you to think about instead is, do I want my muscles to get bigger or do I want them to get smaller? That's what muscles can do, right? They can get bigger, they can get smaller, or they can stay the same. They can be worked from an endurance perspective, type one. They can be worked from a mass gain strength perspective, type two, right? So this is really the kind of concepts that I want you to be understanding here. Be an informed consumer of these things. So, and I'm talking to women especially because these toning type workouts are the vast majority of them are marketed directly towards women. So these are the things that I want you to think about. What is my goal here? Is this really going to get me to my goal? When I'm thinking about being toned, what does that really mean for me? Does that mean that I want to have a more athletic, muscular build? Then we need to focus on strength training and lifting heavy weights to do that. And alternatively, am I looking for more of an endurance thing? Let's say I'm an endurance athlete. I'm a cyclist. I'm a runner. I want to be able to do these types of activities for a long duration of time then maybe some of these higher rep workouts over a long period of time might be beneficial for you. This is the thing. We want to be an informed consumer so we make a good choice. There is a lot of fitness nonsense out there. I am in the business of helping to dispel some of this stuff, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be more questions later on. So if you have any questions about this toning concept or ways to approach this. If you see online a toning workout and you're curious of whether or not this is actually legitimate, send it my way. Send it to me in an email and say, Sarah, what is this? Is this a good workout for me? Is this something that I should consider doing? Because just because it says toning in the title doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad workout. So let me close by saying that. We need to make sure that we are choosing things intentionally that are going to take us in the direction that we want to go in. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Let me know if you have any questions about any of this, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.